1: plushcarecom care slash weight loss.
2: Welcome, one and all, to Born Yesterday, a brand new podcast experiment in which I, Andy Barr, and Alexander Bennett... Roll up, roll up, you cunts. ...have been cloning ourselves. Yes, and those clones, in the 24
3: hours that they've been alive, they have come to understand three things. And we invite special guest comedians onto the show, and they have to explain other things to clones that only understand
2: three things. So, uh, I guess that you could say that what the guest comedians have to do is... Try and build up a web of understanding using explanations that use the three things that the clones initially understand to broaden their horizons. And the three things that those clones initially understand in uh, this week's episode are... The Exorcist. Swans.
3: The bird, not the band. Magic Mike Live. Pretty good basis. Uh, Andy, have you seen The Exorcist? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, What did you think? I enjoyed it. That's the correct answer. Yeah. It's a good film. One of the very best, in my opinion. Um, If you... Could... Be... Bigger... (laughs) In... Your... House... Which... Type... Of bigger would you like to see in your lover's mirror? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. What's the scariest thing you've ever seen in the cinema? <laughs> Come on, Andy. What's the scariest thing you've ever seen in the cinema?
2: When that little pig goes to the big city.
3: Were <laughs> you worried about the pig? How's
2: it going to go?
3: Yeah. You were upset by that, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's the scariest thing I've ever seen in the cinema? Mm.
2: No. The price of the popcorn. Hey, 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 the concession stand. Those prices are through the roof. Unless, and this is an ad, you go to Peckhamplex. Peckhamplex in Peckham, uh, where the uh, both the... Concessions are fairly reasonably priced. And we are not sponsored by Black. The tickets are incredibly reasonably priced. It's a recommendation. And everybody there is up for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Went to watch Cats there. Yes. Man, what an experience.
3: I pretty much choose my cinemas on the basis that no one there is up for a laugh. Oh. I want stony silence in my everyman. <laughs> what happened when you went to see Cats at Plex, and Andy?
2: Well, we were a few sheets to the wind and um, everybody there was engaging with the spirit of Tom Hooper? Tom Hooper's cats? I think so. Uh, In uh, maybe not the spirit that it was intended, but certainly which everybody else was receiving it with. This is dog shit. Let's just have a laugh. (laughs) It's so good. And I think we saw it before the main bulk of alterations have been made. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. If you've not seen
3: the film version of Cats, find and watch the film version of Cats. Mm. I watched it sort of over lockdown on like a Zoom call with several other people for previous guest John Luke Roberts' birthday. Mm. Um, and it's a deeply upsetting film. In many ways. I think one of the reasons it's sort of so upsetting is that most of the really objectionable stuff is right. It's really front loaded. It happens in the first 15 minutes is a lot of the worst stuff. sort
2: of dancing cockroaches and mice or whatever the hell. That's happens. in the first 15 minutes. And, and and how everything is sort of warping its yep. shape and size relative to other things. Yes. And and it, it all is thrown at you
3: very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really First collected. 15, 20 minutes. Jason Derulo comes on and Damn near saves the whole enterprise. He's the best thing
2: in that film. Um, Who would you say that is the worst thing in that film? I think I have an answer. But... Shall we say our answers together? You can say yours first. Okay. Uh, James Corton. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'd forgotten he was there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Andy, who's the second worst thing about
2: was. I think it was Idris Elba's nips. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, well, that's the You're other thing. Is
3: Idris Elba's character is wearing a coat for a lot of it and at a certain point throws his coat off. And there's something else weird you've been looking at for three minutes up until that point, which I'll get onto in a second. Mm. And um, Idris Elba comes off, takes his coat off, and they've clearly not look when you're anthropomorphizing people you have to be about you have to be sensitive about how you're doing it mm. and they've clearly not worked out how someone with Idris Elba's skin tone is going to look as a sort of anthropomorphic cat i yeah. mispronounced that word yes you did yeah. and it's really like They've done Idris an incredible disservice
2: by the way that he's been animated. It's really upsetting. But also, there's there's another. I think there's another coat removal in it. Possibly Rebel Wilson. Dame she... Judy Dench wears a coat that is also made of fur, and then she yeah, takes yeah, it off. Yeah, so yeah, like Lots of the cats are removing yeah. their own skin, but they have a replacement layer of skin mm. underneath.
3: Well, the whole film is an exercise in um, you know not understanding things on an aesthetic level. And then Idris r- takes off his coat and looks... It's not just me. He looks particularly strange. Mm. And I think it's because it's it's like um, a lot of people in the film industry who aren't white often talk about um, makeup artists not really knowing yeah, how to yeah, treat yeah, them. Yeah. I think it's a similar sort of thing. But what you've been looking at for three minutes up until there is a cat that's got Taylor Swift's face on it sort of sliding around on its head not at a fixed point. And, and also, and this thought occurred to me on the Zoom call, I was watching Cats, and I didn't mention it because I thought it was just me being a grubby little pervert. Right. And then one of the female members oh, of the Zoom Oh, they made the call. Cats tits bigger. Why are Taylor Swift's cat tits <laughs> so huge? Taylor Swift is an incredibly famous person, and we are sort of broadly familiar with the proportions of her body, and they gave her big cat tits, and it's really weird and upsetting and made me feel uncomfortable. Why am I looking at Taylor Swift's cat tits?
2: Well, I'm uh, very sorry that that happened to you, and I hope that um, you have, in the intervening time, found uh, the support that you require.
3: Yeah, you you call it support. I call it a Reddit thread. Right, threaded. Where we all post our pics. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Curvaceous nature of individual felines. What are the other things that are on this episode? Do you have any more thoughts about I, the film Cats? I, 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 couldn't, I didn't even remember that that was actually the first one. It, it, it wasn't. We were talking about The Exorcist. but <laughs>
3: <laughs> Swans, Andy. Yep. Form any part of your childhood, your adult life?
2: Uh, yes. Uh, we used to go on trips to Kersney Abbey, which is near Dover, which was a nice uh, sort of... Um, well there was an abbey there and there was also some some uh lakes the lakes had little swans in yeah. big swans actually yeah. no yeah. normal size swans yeah and um there's a little fact about swans that you may not be aware of
3: Andy they may not look powerful Oh, i can
2: break your dick off <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's Get your what dick i was caught say. in one of
2: their wings yeah that's covered off <laughs> They're ripping that stride off. They're taking it to the cygnets.
3: <laughs> yeah, you may have been warned, as a younger man, don't get too close to the swans. Yeah, of course, the the waterways of this country are littered with the ferrymen who've only got half of their manhood left.
2: Yeah, Terry Nutkins. <laughs> He lost three fingers to an otter, it's not the same thing, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and is dead. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen Magic Bug <laughs> No. It'd be a different film if they'd encountered a
0: swan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or Live Experience.
3: Yes. Well, the Magic Mike live experience, I believe, would be invigorated by the introduction of eight swans onto the stage.
2: Yeah. Man.
3: Um, How many people do you think have booked tickets to see Magic Mike live? At what stage, if you're a Magic fan, do you realise that this show is not for you? (laughs) Hmm. I'm a huge Darren Brown guy. Siegfried and Roy, that's my jam.
2: Yeah, well, I is How much magic is in Siegfried and Roy?
3: I think quite a lot of it. Really? Yeah.
2: I thought it was mostly tigers. Not
3: anymore. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 the magic's really gone out of that. Yeah. <laughs> but what stage, when you're watching
2: Magic Mike live? do you go,
3: I've not seen a single deck of cards. Hang
2: up. Do you think Penn and Teller would be improved by the addition of some tigers?
3: I thought you were going to ask if it would be improved by either of them stripping. Teller. One of them strips, one of them turns <laughs> into a tiger. <laughs> Teller silently takes off his clothes while Penn yells at you about how this is happening. Mm. Dove comes out. Of where? Teller's anus. Right. The head first, mm. <laughs> inquisitively, inquisitively looking oh, at the audience. No, I thought the dog was going to come out of Teller's <laughs> ass
2: tail first. Kicking its little feet. I imagine. Its tail has come out I imagine. and then its little, its little claws come out what and you, they're just kicking around. What you're experiencing, you?
3: what you're forgetting rather, right. is that Teller is a very experienced magician. And therefore he's had to store quite a lot of things in his anus over the years. <laughs> Are <sort> you
2: of... <laughs> confusing him with an international drug smuggler.
3: I'm saying that he and they would have a lot in common. Tadler's anus is so loose that a bird, an inquisitive bird, could poke its head out quite freely to inspect an audience before it emerging triumphantly. Mm. Would it have scope for a costume change? Absolutely, yes. It flies out, does a circuit around the audience, flies
2: back in, comes out sparkly jacket. Pops its head out. Yeah. That's a that's a standard That's a town pigeon. Comes out, that's a dove. <laughs>
3: In this episode, our two brilliant comedian guests are Celia A.B. and Luke McQueen. You can find Celia at at A.B. Celia on Twitter. She's doing her show swimming at the Soho Theatre, February 8th through the 11th in the year of our Lord 2023. And she performs all over the country. Go and catch her live.
2: And you can find Luke McQueen on Google. He is not on any social media as far as I can tell, but if you Google him, you get a link to a Just The Tonic comedian page which says Luke McQueen is a stand-up comedian, writer, performer and actor. He is a critically acclaimed maverick of the Edinburgh comedy fringe. Luke made his name with Anarchic YouTube Series, Hashtag Get Sarah Back and Hashtag Find My Audience and for his audacious publicity stunts um he's also got a number of uh, bits of bits of stuff on youtube and that sort of thing and uh, and is on some uh, very funny telly stuff he did a lovely thing with um mark Silcox. yes so it, google those two terms uh, Luke is just great
3: very gen- funny. generally very, very so funny. If you don't find him so so yeah leave us a five star review of this podcast on whatever platform in which you are listening to it on that wasn't a sentence Please leave us a five-star review of this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Uh, Support the podcast. Tell people about it. Share it around. Play it in your local park,
2: pub, operating theatre. And send us some fan art. Send us some fan art. Engage with us online. On our Twitter account, Yesterday Pod, I believe, is the Twitter account. We also have an Instagram yes. and an email address, and I believe yes. that is linked in the uh, bios of uh, whichever yes. of those two accounts you yes. happen to come across first. Yes. So um, check that crap out. And uh, let's listen to the episode.
0: <laughs>
3: Luke McQueen and Sally A.B. Thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us
1: today.
0: That's absolutely fine. I have nothing else on.
1: Thank you. I was actually very busy, but i cancelled everything.
2: We appreciate that. We appreciate that. That's
3: okay. Um, In the time that myself and Andy have existed...
1: Mum's birthday.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We look forward to finding out what that is. Okay. The three things that me and Andy... The three things we know what they are Mm -hmm. um, are as follows. We have seen The Exorcist. The film? Yes. Okay. Uh, We understand what a swan is. Uh And we are familiar with the concept of Magic Mike Live.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What else do you need? (laughs) That's pretty good.
3: (laughs) Um, Luke. Yes. In one minute. Yes. Yes. Bearing in mind what myself and Andy already know, okay. could you please explain to me what a leprechaun is? Your time starts now.
1: Okay, well, a leprechaun, I suppose. You know, sort of in The Exorcist, yes. where the girl's head is spinning around... Yes. yes. Uh, that sort of that doesn't happen in, in real life. I don't mm. think it's ever happened before. Okay. It's sort of magical. Do you want to know what magical is? Well, I suppose you do a little bit through the film Magic Mike.
2: Well, we're we familiar with Magic Mike Live. Yes. yes. We so, don't understand exactly what aspect of that is magic.
1: Okay. Um, well, I suppose. Could you tell us what magic is? What's in, magic in about 27 Magic
2: Mike seconds. Live?
1: It, well, um, the thing is with those guys is that when they um, are wearing clothes, yes, they're actually um, green. <laughs> but when they uh, take the clothes off, yes. um, the green disappears. So it's magic. And that's a little bit like leprechauns because leprechauns are also green. Do you understand what green is? Uh, <laughs> when do leprechauns take off their clothes? Yes. <laughs> now, that's the thing about leprechauns. They, well, they take... They, they, thank, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Luke. Your time's up.
3: Okay. <laughs> So, in your minute there, Luke,
1: <laughs> oh, God,
3: you have told me that
1: uh,
3: in your minute there, Luke, you've told me that leprechauns are magic. <laughs> yep. In a similar way to the guys in Magic
1: Mike, <laughs> yeah.
2: who stop being green when they remove their clothes. Yeah.
1: I think I was. I think I was on the right path of the head spinning thing.
2: He opens up a number of questions to us, um, which perhaps will. Ask more about as yeah. we go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Celia. So, yeah. Yes. Um in three minutes one minute, rather. Could you could you tell me who uh
0: <laughs> in three hours. Three Well, yeah, if
2: we can condense the three hour explanation of who Galileo Galilei is who into Who that sorry? Galileo.
0: Galileo. Okay. One minute, your time of course I know who that is.
2: starts now.
0: Um so do you remember in Magic Mike Live? Yes, yes. Um, so there was a hero, wasn't there? You, would you say the main character in Magic Mike Live was a was a hero?
3: Well, I suppose it's difficult to determine which of the guys is sort of what's a hero. Hmm.
0: You don't know what a hero is. No. Hello, I'm Celia, I'm a hero.
3: <laughs> okay, you're a okay. hero. What so, makes you a hero? Yeah, what quality?
0: Um, I'm speaking right now.
3: <laughs> and that makes you a hero. That
0: makes me a hero. But let's forget about heroes for a second. Okay. Right, okay. So in Magic Mike Live, you might say that sometimes there's a bit of tension, there's a bit of drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what sort of tension? The storytelling in Magic Mike Live isn't there. It's not just men getting naked and dancing. And, I it's s- ceasing to be
3: green. Yes. And ceasing to be green. I think it's largely men getting naked and dancing.
0: So imagine a man getting naked, but on a swan. <laughs> Going on a journey.
3: Your time is up. Thank you, Celia. That was
0: that. You were getting there, though. You were getting there. I was there. getting
3: there. Thank you, Andy. Would you please like <laughs> Can to be
0: honest? I'm not really. Know.
3: Would you please like to sum up Celia's explanation of Galileo for us?
2: Absolutely. So Galileo was somebody who. <laughs> <laughs> Was, was, was it, I, so, I I think that the explanation was leading towards Galileo being a hero of some kind, mm. um, who gets naked on a <laughs> swan. Thank you, Sally. Uh,
1: now we all know who Galileo is.
0: Could you tell me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Myself and Andy have only existed in this space, but we are keen to learn about different spaces. Okay. Um, Luke. Yes. In two minutes. That's too much time. (laughs) Could you please explain to me what an accident, an emergency unit is? Your time starts now.
1: Okay. And you don't understand space at all. So, oh, sorry. I got it. Um, okay. Well, so, you know, Magic Mike. Yes. yes. Uh, when they're taking off their clothes.
3: When they stop being green. Yep.
1: Yes. So, Imagine if all of them were taking off their clothes, but one of them sort of forgot to take off their clothes. So
3: they're still green.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you would then look at that one person and think, well, that's that's a mistake. It's an accident. Okay. Okay. He's forgotten to take off his clothes, okay? Right.
3: And He didn't mean to do it.
1: He didn't mean to do it. It's something that's happened that wasn't planned. Okay. And um, it's a problem. Okay. Um, but it's not an emergency at that point. It would only be an emergency <laughs> if... He then panicked, tried to take off his trousers, and then caught his um, penis in his trousers. And that would cause him pain, <laughs> and that would be an accident and an emergency. <laughs> okay. That would then require him some services. Stop the clock.
3: <laughs> okay. A um, couple of questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, because his penis is no longer clothed, does it remain green? And question number two what's a penis? Mm.
1: Oh, you don't see the penises in Magic Mike. I've not seen Magic Mike myself, so the penis bit is the bit that um, probably the only bit I imagine that you're not seeing in the film. Um, It is the right. If you were to, it's something that you use to. So you guys are a clone, okay? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I'm. When you want to create a person that's not a clone, you use a penis. Okay. Right. How do you use
2: it? well, twenty seconds. <laughs> oh, God!
1: Uh, I didn't love twenty seconds. I wanted to hear too. You um <laughs> well, you know I, I can't I sort of can't explain a vagina in ten seconds, can I? What's a vagina? Yeah, exactly. You tell me.
2: Um we can't, we don't know
3: no. okay, your time thank is you. up there, look, thank you. Um just one, oh, one such
2: a good start, one quick supplementary question. is is it? Is it possible for somebody to go to an accident in an emergency room if something which is an emergency and has caused them pain has occurred, but it wasn't an accident? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very valid question. The answer, of course, is, is, is yes.
3: Thank you. Okay. Um, to sum up what you've said there, Luke, you've told me that uh, an accident in an emergency <laughs> unit is, uh, is somewhere that you go uh, if, you, <laughs> if you hurt your penis. <laughs>
0: And appear to is something you use.
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Thank you. That's our understanding.
1: Before the penis, I did say pain. You've had an accident and it's an emergency in this pain. I think you yeah. smashed it until the penis bare. Until yeah. the penis bit. yeah.
3: We're very appreciative of all the
2: information. Luke. Yeah, thank this you. Is all, this is all great stuff. It's all really yeah. useful. Uh, Celia, in two minutes, would you be able to explain to me uh, and Alexander what a Western saloon is? Your two oh. minutes start
3: now.
0: So a vagina. <laughs> it has flaps at the top. <laughs> and that's where most of life comes from. <laughs> Much like if you took vagina flaps and put them in like made them into doors.
2: <laughs> right.
0: That could sort of swing open. Those are the doors that you would find in a western saloon. Um, now a Western saloon is um, so you you, do you remember in Magic Mike Live where you went? Yes. Before you got to see Magic Mike Live, you probably had to go through a space that had drinks that had you could give them tokens and get something. People
3: back. people drink drinks at Magic Mike mm, Live. Yes. Mm. So
0: imagine that, mm. but it looks very old timey. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
2: what um what what's old timey?
0: Yeah. Old timey. So um, do you remember earlier? <laughs> Like when we started this podcast, this recording—that's the past, right? Okay. So that, but like way longer. Okay, so <laughs> I mean,
2: at the moment, as far as I can remember, things look quite similar to how they did yes. at the start.
0: Well, if if we were to stay here for much longer, things would start changing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, what things would start changing?
0: Doors yeah. <laughs> <Those> were vaginas.
3: <laughs> okay, um, we are going to need some more clarifications. Okay. We understand so, that
2: the, a vagina has flaps. Yes. Yeah.
0: Famously, <laughs> and
2: and a, a western saloon also has the doors are the flaps. door,
0: so they kind of swing open. Also, um, it's the place like Magic Mike Bar that you went to before you got to see Magic Mike live, mm-hmm. um, and that's where cowboys, which were the heroes, much like Galileos <laughs> yeah. of the old time, which is not now but before, okay. is where they would all hang out and congregate. And um, where did the swans go? The swans were not invented yet. <laughs> We, okay. uh, they weren't invented were, okay no. swans came in um, in 86 <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you Sonia. so it, it goes cowboy times swans
0: magic mac life <laughs> the the start of
2: this recording now Yeah. brilliant okay
0: and i'm not afraid of anyone not challenging me on that because that is just history <laughs> fantastic well we weird, weird and weird. you shouldn't look into history too much because that makes you gossip
2: we are ill-equipped to challenge you on anything so I've forgotten about the swans we're very appreciative of any information Um, Andy could you sum up what Sonia just said Uh, yeah so a western saloon is somewhere which has sort of the flaps of a vagina at the the entrance (laughs) and within once you've once you've passed the flaps there are a load of cowboys that's where they hang out Uh, and uh, and and have a drink Um, but this is this is pre-swan yeah, pre pre swans, no swans yet. Um, Fabulous, mm-hmm.
0: thank you, Sam. Great. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: One area of
3: human endeavour that myself and Andy are looking to learn more about is art mm. and creativity.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, Luke, in three minutes, mm. could you please explain to me the plot of the Little Mermaid? Your time starts now.
1: Okay, the Little Mermaid is sort of aimed at children, smaller, smaller people. Uh, like even...
3: like Reagan in The Exorcist. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean Reagan in The Exorcist could have done with uh, watching The Little Mermaid. I think they're um, they're there's singing. Do you understand singing? So does Magic Mike have singing? Um, there are songs in Magic Mike. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So um, it's, this is a cartoon. This means animation. So it's sort of like hmm. Describe that so we are sort of do you know? So, a swan, the yes. color of a yes. swan is white, yes, right? That's a color, yeah. And, um, the color of the in the Exodus is black and white, isn't it? Isn't it? No, <laughs> do you remember? How, do you remember? The, do, you remember do you remember? Um, Magic Mike turned green? Do you want to what green is now?
3: We're familiar with the color green because it, it comes out go. of Reagan in the Exodus, yeah.
1: Fantastic. So a cartoon is, is things that are di- uh, different colours.
3: That's
2: a cartoon. No?
1: Yeah. And then, okay. So, so you'll have like a fish that's a different colour.
2: <laughs> Magic Mike Live is a cartoon.
1: Right. You know how swans... Okay, so you understand swans. We, right, yeah, swans... Please ca- stop shouting at me. Swans can't speak, correct?
3: As far as we know, yes.
1: In cartoons, they can.
3: Okay. So, so c-
2: that's the major
3: so, difference. So cartoons are something with colours where swans talk.
1: Every, everything can talk.
2: Everything's a everything colour. Everything can well, talk. The, well, the Little and Mermaid, the swan talk. is
1: above the lake. In the Little Mermaid, we're going underwater and what? we're meeting all the fishes.
2: Okay. So we're in a lake. There's a swan top. We're in the, the ocean. The top. Is there a swan? Two questions.
3: What's a lake? Okay. And what's the ocean?
1: So a lake is a place where a swan it would often call its home. Okay. And the ocean is where the sort of lake is sort of um, basically moves into a bigger Space of water,
2: okay. But a, and, the and a ocean, swan doesn't call it its home. Um, if the swan vacates a lake, does it become the ocean? <laughs> no,
1: okay. no, it absolutely doesn't. But none of this really describes the Little Mermaid. And I'm talking about okay. going underwater. If you go underwater, there okay. is there is there is life there, which okay. uh, lots of things that you've never heard of, like um, sharks and whales and mermaids again a bit like leprechauns are sort of a mythical creature but in this cartoon which is all fantasy magic um and magic
2: is when somebody takes their clothes off <laughs> and they <laughs> cease, cease to be green
1: magic is something happening that your eyes can't believe what is, this is a happening. mermaid so a mermaid is uh, has got the upper half uh, physically uh, 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 sort of our bodies, but the lower half is like a, a fish.
2: No saloon doors.
0: No vagina.
1: There's no, no saloon doors going on. No vaginas. Okay. No um, penises.
3: And uh, what is the plot of the Little Mermaid? Hmm. Thank you. Your time is up. Ah. So, tried. Luke, in your three minutes there, you've explained to me that the plot of the Little Mermaid. Oh, no. Has <laughs> something to do with a mermaid. Which is a creature that, unlike a swan, lives in the ocean mm. and is magic. Mm. And what magic is, is uh, when somebody takes their clothes off. Yeah, and <laughs> ceases to be green. So, presumably, the little mermaid is a half human, half fish that takes its clothes off and
1: can yeah. talk. Yeah. Thank you. That's it. Thank you, Lick. Well, you. that's it. That is so it.
0: Would you believe that it's a
2: great film? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds incredible. I, I, I'd love to see it. Celia, please could you explain to me the plot of Oliver Twist? Your three minutes start now.
0: I haven't seen Oliver Twist. <laughs> so okay. but I guess we're going on a journey together, boys. Okay. Um, <laughs> so in The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a a horror film. Mm -hmm. It's a scary film. Ooh, no. It is scary. It's a scary film. Were you scared? Uh, We haven't got time. Um, (laughs) uh, So Oliver Twist is the story of a little boy Mm -hmm. who I think is very poor. Do you know what poor is? What's poor? So you know how right now you have a podcast and equipments and all of that. No, No,
3: we don't understand that. So
0: you don't understand that. So um, imagine if... um, (laughs) Okay. Imagine if you went to see Magic Mike Live a mm-hmm. lot. Yes. <laughs>
3: Watch him turn away from green.
0: Yeah. yeah. Those tickets are expensive. And mm-hmm. if you keep going to see Magic Mike Live, that could ruin your finances. Okay.
3: So Oliver Twist is a boy who's been to see Magic Mike too many times.
0: <laughs> no, he, ho- he wishes he could go see Magic Mike Live. Oh, so he's not even, he he's not even he's gone through him. the process. No, right. no, 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 right. no. He's already at, like, what happens if you've seen it two times, but he's never seen it. And that's sad. Okay.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's in a pre mike yes, state
0: and mm. one of the most famous bits of Oliver Twist is when he goes um, please sir can I have some more mm-hmm. who does he say that to Yeah, he says that to another protagonist in the film who <laughs> could be a man or a woman okay. or, what is or the... a fish I have not seen it what okay. is the
2: more to which um, Oliver Twist is referred. Food, food,
0: food. Okay. food. Do, do, do you know foods? We've seen food in The Exorcist. Yeah. Yep. So you yeah. have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, it's about a boy who is poor because he's gone to see, like, as if I'd gone to see Magic Mile Live too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a scary film like The Exorcist. <laughs>
2: so poverty isn't frightening. No. But, no. <laughs>
0: No, and my God, it's heartwarming in that film. Is it? Is
3: it the least scary film, would you say?
0: No, the least scary film, I would say, would be The Little Mermaid.
3: Which is about okay. someone um, taking the clothes off yes, to become magic. with no vaginas. With no vaginas. Yes. So on a scale between The Little Mermaid and The Exorcist, how scary is Oliver Twist?
0: <laughs> I would say it's maybe... 87% Little Mermaid, actually no more than 76. 76% Little Mermaid because okay. there, there is some heart to that trailer that I watched.
3: Okay, and what happens to Oliver Twist?
0: Oh, so many twists, uh, so, so much Could happens. Could you name some of them? Um, he, he kills a swan. Okay, how does he do that? With his bare hands.
3: Okay, and why does he kill a swan with his bare hands?
0: <laughs> because he wanted some more.
3: <laughs> he wanted some more <laughs> swans to kill. Okay, so the more he's referring to is somebody to provide more swans for him to kill with his bare hands. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thank you, that's Sally, it. your time is up. Mm.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
2: Andy, would you like to sum up what's been said there? Let's just tell totally you. <laughs> so, as far as I understand it... <clears throat> The plot of Oliver Twist is that a boy who is very poor and can't afford to go and see Magic Mike Live, even once, um, demands more food from another protagonist in the film. And when he is denied this, he uh, kills a swan
0: with his bare hands. With his bare hands. Yes. And then he says, please, so I can have some more with his bloody hands. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that film. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. But it's not scary.
1: all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com Acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com Acast. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
3: but we are aware that things have existed before myself and Andy.
2: Um, Luke. Yeah. In three minutes. I'm
1: gonna take my time with
0: this one. Yeah, you take
2: it. Take as much of the three minutes as you would like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, in three minutes.
3: Yeah. Could you please explain to me what the moon landing was? The <sighs> time starts now. Okay.
1: So, I'm taking my time with this one. I'm I've joking. got to get the logic right. Yes. Okay. What is logic? We're not going to get into that. So, everything that you're aware of, the swans, well, swans, let's focus on swans. Okay. They, are, they are living in the same place as us.
2: Mm, this surface. On a lake.
1: Surface. <laughs> But the lake, the the lake exists on this massive, this gigantic, round earth surface, okay. and we're all living in this same same place. Now, okay. part of the reason that we manage to exist is because there is another big round surface, and that is called the moon, and it's. There's lots of there's lots more round surfaces they're all floating around but the moon is the closest one to our round surface
3: How moon. close is it
1: Um 900 miles Okay
0: <laughs> That's about 36,000 swans for anyone wondering <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you Celia, for bringing that into scale no problem. That's useful.
0: And <laughs> so is it
3: in color or is it black and white
1: <laughs> The the moon is in color
3: Okay. Cartoon.
1: Yes. It's this isn't a cartoon, this is a real thing. Are their swans the same as ours? There is no there's no life on the moon. Now, in nineteen sixty seven, some people from our big round surface travelled to the moon for mm. the very first time. Right. And they got there in something called a rocket. What's a, what's a rocket? Now, in the movie The Exorcist, I believe you would have seen some characters moving around in transportation. Uh, vehicles, vehicles with wheels. Do you understand these? Yeah, yeah. They're moving yeah. around. So, so a rocket mm. is a type of vehicle. There's no wheels, but um, it can move. How if it has no wheels? Um, it's sort of done by like a lot of gas and okay. explosions. A, lo- a lot of explosions. Well,
2: and
3: gas. do you
1: understand what an explosion is? No. Mm. The they don't 17. happen in Magic Mike. Light. Well, okay. There's an explosion then. Um, hmm. This is like an explosion of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god
3: Could it propel a rocket? No Thank you your Time is up Luke I
0: really, I really
1: tried hard with
0: that and one
3: And we really appreciate I think you did trying so well Up until
0: they yeah. asked you what an explosion was
3: So Your explanation of the moon landings mm. uh, Is when Somebody used An exploding car <laughs> To get to A, a, a ball that yeah. is
2: 900 swans away yeah. No, it's 900 and miles away, which 36, was 36,000.
3: About 36,000
2: 36, swans. 36,000 know. Pay attention.
1: Yeah. I think I took that one too seriously. I, I like it. I really, we really appreciate you
2: going to the effort I got, to explain these things. I got things lost in
0: it. Yeah. It's like, what happened next? <laughs> <laughs>
2: thank you, Luke. Celia. Yes. Please could you explain to us uh, what the sinking... Of the Titanic oh, yes. Please. You've got three minutes. Your time starts now.
0: So, do you know where the swans don't live, which is the big ocean? Yes. Yes. So, sometimes we send cars that go on water there oh. to mm-hmm. travel. So, that loads of people go on there and they travel and they all have a jolly old time. But in the past, which is not now, but before, um, pre-swans... Okay. Mm. Um, we're talking pre-swans. Okay, so it's between and cowboys it's between, yeah. and <laughs> and swans. Yeah, um, and, and between, the moon
3: landings is after this.
0: So the moon landing was after that. Yes, yeah. okay. not long after. So surprising. please explain
3: what a jolly old time is.
0: A jolly old time is what we're all having here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: we're explaining things
0: so to every- each other. Yeah. So everyone was on a, a big um, ship. This is what we call those cars that go on water, what? where okay. swans don't live.
2: What propelled the ship?
0: What propelled just hope <laughs> okay it was um i think i believe it was an old ship so it was a friendship okay that propelled it <laughs> and it was
3: old so what state were the flaps in
0: the flaps were closed but there were some flaps on the ship that would allow people to be in rooms but that's not the important <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> the important bit is that um that uh, that big old <laughs> car car on water yes yeah. Um, Hit an iceberg Uh, so Um, an iceberg if you don't know what that is mm, is where you don't i'll tell you um is when water where swans don't where swans sometimes live sometimes it gets really cold so do you know in magic mike you might have seen some hard nipples (laughs) (laughs) that happens when when someone is feeling cold Mm -hmm, um and so if you do that to water for long enough time that turns into an iceberg (laughs) so an iceberg
2: (laughs) What what do you have to do to the water?
0: It happens naturally because of the big old surface that we live on Earth mm-hmm. um, is formed of many different um, temperatures and sometimes that happens. So the big old car on water hit a um, really cold, hard nipple.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: and then the people on the ship stopped having a jolly old time. Okay. and What did, then- they,
2: what did they begin having?
0: A horrible time, it was dark, and then okay. the, and a lot of them died. Do you know what dying is? Um,
3: Weird. we do know what dying is because we see so people die in the exorcist, yeah.
0: So mm. that happens to loads of them, not the plot of the exorcist, but they all died. Um, okay. and, th- and that was a while ago. And then, how did, they, how did they die? Uh, drowning because sometimes water is too good, you can have too much of a good time. Okay, so so, drowning is having too
3: much of a good time. They started having,
2: so (laughs) they were having a jolly old time, then the The ship hit the nipple, and then they started having a horrible time, but then they became in the water. And And they started started drinking
3: it, and they had a jolly old time, and then they drank too much of it, and they drowned and they died. Yeah,
0: and then, like, years later, so I believe pre-Swan's, someone made a film, much like The Exorcist, about it, uh, Mm -hmm. where there were songs, like, you remember songs? Yes. Um, And and then that's how most people know about it. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you, sir.
2: Andy, would you like to sum up what Sonia's just said to us? Certainly. So uh, at some point between um, cowboy times and the beginning of sort of swan times, um, a car that goes on water, a massive one propelled by hope, was uh, travelling along on the water when it came into contact with a gigantic, extremely cold, very hard nipple, which uh, stopped... Everyone having a jolly old time, and started them having a pretty horrible time. Hmm. However, after some time, they began to have a nice time again. They'd Had too tuning. much of it, yeah, uh, and they all died. And then somebody <laughs> made a film about that.
0: And there were songs. And there were songs. And there were, in there the
2: were the songs film. like "Imagine My
0: Life." Yeah. Like in my, the, the same songs. you would be surprised. The same songs. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, fantastic.
3: I wonder what um, Oliver's intrigue was. <laughs> 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 There are so many things for me and Andy to learn about. We'd just like to keep offering up some more for you to explain. Mm-hmm. Yes, please, please. Um, Luke, in three minutes, can you please explain to me what taxidermy is? Mm-hmm. Your time starts now.
1: Okay. So, you know, uh, you know swans. Yes. Famously. Mm-hmm. We know all of them, yes. Yes. Well, so... Just imagine if a swan wasn't alive.
2: Okay. Had it Has it drowned? If you like. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. It's,
2: however you want it to die,
1: that swan's now dead. Can it die at the hands of Oliver Twist? <laughs> mm. um, well, yes, it can die at the hands of Oliver Twist, or okay. it could be possessed like the girl in The Exorcist, Okay. and its head can spin round and round, and that, that swan's now dead. Is that what Oliver Twist did to it? It twisted twisted its head, yeah. Mm. That's how it did it.
3: It all comes back down to twisting. Given the um, disproportionately long neck of the swan, yeah. how many times can you twist its head around?
1: Well, you know, I think what you do is you sort of tuck it behind its legs and you sort of just twist it around that way. Um, and you could probably twist that a good sort of 30 to 40 hundred times. How long would that take? Oh, you could do that in a couple of minutes. It really does once you get once you get the hang of it, you're just sort of winding it up basically. Okay. And what's
3: taxidermy?
1: <laughs> so you've got the dead swans <laughs> and then How many? Well, as many as as many as you want. How many do you want? Uh two. Okay. Um and you sort of cut them open. That's right. And you stuff them, um yeah. with you sort of just put anything you want in there, really. Anything you want. Um, so, yeah. So, when Magic Mike and his mates take off their clothes, you could grab the clothes and stuff it inside the dead swan. Mm-hmm. And then um, you sort of zip it back up. And and then. Luke, you, what's a zip?
3: Yeah, what's a zip?
1: Um, okay. Um, I can say stitch it back up instead then. But
2: what's a zip? What's a zip?
1: A zip is something, it's like a a thing that connects two bits of material. So in this case, the material is the swan's skin. Yes.
3: How does it connect it?
1: Um, It's sort of just got two edges and the edges sort of come together. Yep. And then um, that's more or less it.
3: (laughs) That's more or less it. Okay. Okay. And taxidermy is...
1: Uh, A swan stuffed with Magic Mike's clothes
3: Okay, Um, given that the clothes are inside the swan And the swan is not technically wearing them Does the swan become green?
1: Mm. Um, Well, that's how Magic Mike and his friends um, Sort of, you know, know where their clothes are Uh, Basically, taxidermy is a place to store your clothes When you're not wearing them Okay, what sort of person does taxidermy? bored people bored people just people with too much remember that Oliver Twist has got no money yes people with so much money they don't know what to do with it anymore okay thank Thank you you. Luke
3: that's very useful information Uh, in three minutes there taxidermy you've explained to us is a method of storing your clothes yeah (laughs) brilliant thank you Luke
2: cheers so yeah Please could you explain to us uh, what April Fool's Day Oh yes is. in how long? Three minutes. Starting yeah. now.
0: Um April Fool's Day. So um it's it's a jolly old time is what I will say. <laughs> okay. So How
3: many people drown?
0: No <laughs> None. No, okay, no okay. one you can have a jolly old time without people drowning. Oh. And you can quote me on that. <laughs> um so do you know in, in in do you know where a prank is no is it no? like, it's
2: taxidermy so is
0: it? I, I i'll i prank you now so i'll say oh. so i'll say um, um oh god what's a prank
3: you tell us we're dying to find out <laughs> and i believe you Promise. so
0: it's you. when you think something is happening <laughs> But really, it's not so. For example, um, if I was to put like a uh, or it's like meant to ridicule you in a way, but that's still fun. That doesn't you you don't feel humiliated afterwards. So, for example, in France, where I'm from, uh, I'm not going to explain that. Um, we, uh, we really <laughs> w- would like you. No, to. we haven't. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: what happened to it? <laughs> uh,
0: too, ma- too many swans. <laughs> too many swans. <laughs> too many swans. <laughs> so we haven't got time. Um, so. A prank. What we do, what we used to do, is we put a thing of a fish, which is half a mermaid, and we put that on your back. Which half? Um, all of it. The whole. F- it's not a real fish. We draw it like a cartoon, and then okay. we and then we put it in your back, and then everyone goes, "Ha ha ha!" You've got a fish on your back, but then you don't know. But then you find out, and you go, "Oh, what a silly boy I am."
2: Okay. <laughs> so to, um so, so if, if that gets put on if that gets put on your back and everyone immediately says ha ha ha, you've got a fish on your back yeah how do you not know about it
0: no you do it's only meant to be like you don't know it so maybe a so f- there's
2: a short period between short the period placing of, of the time, fish yeah, and the announcement where
0: everyone knows and you don't know but and then this you find is, out this is humiliating this isn't this is a big <laughs> humiliating but that's okay. not the point the point is that you do it to each other and then you all have a, a big old laugh about mm. it okay. and there's a whole day that is dedicated to that type of fun where you humiliate someone
3: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> or you lie to them but then at the end of the day you tell them actually it's april's fool's day so mm, right so there's
2: a point of the day where everyone's got a fish on their back and yeah. reaches a sort of state of parity.
0: no not everybody but in france which used to be a country yes before the swans before the swans mm. the swan accidents of 87 do you think the swans were attracted by the fish or i think swans eat fish yes um and i think that's what that caused the country to not exist anymore um but I think that's not the point. The point is, is that April Fool's Day is a day where loads of people do pranks on each other, which, as we've said, is a way mm-hmm. to humiliate someone. But they're all in on the joke. You'll have a laugh mm-hmm. and you do that for the whole day. And everyone, critics call it oh, <laughs> really fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's really fun. Why? Because uh, it sometimes life is fun. Thank okay, you. Thank you, okay. Thank
3: you, Sarah.
0: Uh, thank you. Thank you. That's my favorite day of
2: the year. Okay. Yeah. So you've explained to us that um, April Fool's Day, your favourite day of the year, is mm-hmm. a day on which um, before... Um...
0: When it happens, I shout, April 1st!
2: <laughs> <laughs> and does that tip some people off to the fact that there's about to be a fish on them?
0: As in, you're going to have to explain, tip some people off, does that mean anger them
2: no um I, I don't know what i mean by that i've just used a phrase which popped into my head but okay. i don't actually understand exactly we have
3: thing. use of the english language but not an yeah. understanding of it and Andy's just... welcome to my world
0: <laughs> 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 i'm so really i'm really throwing shit at the wall and i don't know what the expression means either <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: b- before france got destroyed people would put a fish on their back Yes. One day of the year. One day of the year. For a laugh. Sh- shout to, to other people about that having happened.
0: Yeah. yeah. And every year when it happens, I shout, April 1st, for other day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank, thank you. you, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Again. I love talking about this. <laughs> thank so you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
3: Myself and Andy are fascinated by human behavior. Uh And we'd like to know more about human behavior. Um, Luke, in three minutes, could you explain to me what I would be doing if I formally complained to Ofcom? Your three minutes start now.
1: Okay. So uh, this is pretty straightforward, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's imagine that you um, went to see Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. Magic Mike Live. Magic Mike Live. And at no point was you told that there would be um, flesh on display. In actual fact, as you're going into Magic Mike, there's si- there's 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 signs which are you know you understand what signs are, don't you?
3: Yeah, we saw, we saw them going to Magic Mike Live. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So there's signs saying there is there'll be no flesh on display during this performance. Okay,
3: now given what Magic Mike Live is, mm-hmm. that would um, set my expectations differently. Yeah, too. but
1: you've walked in and you don't know what Magic Mike is. Okay. So you've just, someone's bought your ticket, you mm-hmm. don't know what it is but you don't want to see flesh. That's the, that's the only thing that you don't want it to happen in this day. And okay. you've walked in and there's the signs saying thing. The only What's thing. that? The that's The only thing. The okay. And there's signs saying, well there'll be no flesh on display. And you walk in and pretty quickly into towards this show there's people taking their clothes off and there's a lot of flesh. Right. Your way of um, complaining about this what is a complaint? Yeah. Complaint is when you are unhappy about something. Okay. A little bit like um, Oliver Twist, who was unhappy because he wanted more.
3: Was killing a swan a form of complaint? Mm.
1: Um, not, no, no, it wasn't. Okay, what no. was it? That was a sort of act of madness, act of violence. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, sure. This is, uh, yeah, so you're unhappy about something. Okay. Would um, the
2: swan be able to complain whilst you're looping its head round? <laughs> the swan... Is there well, a mechanism for that? Did I've, any of the
3: people who
1: drowned in the
3: Titanic
2: complain?
1: Now, they could have complained. Yes. yes. Because the service that they were on, yeah. um, in the end, um, failed them. Okay. So they could have complained. So they could have complained. Right. Um, so Ofcom is a, let's call it a, a group of people okay. that you'll complain to if you feel like you've been um, misled. Okay and um what
3: would they cover the complaints at magic Might live or what what sort of what form of complaint would they cover
1: ofcom would cover complaints more towards the um exorcist so when it's so when you watched the exorcist yes. what did you watch it on uh we watched it on a sort of box yes. yeah yeah so 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 anything that's on that box yeah. that you're not that you're un unhappy about yes. you complain to ofcom Okay, and how do you do that? You, um, I guess you sort of email them, probably. What's, What's email? email? <laughs> well, an email. Ten seconds. Um, sort of, it's a way of communicating with someone who's not physically in the room with you.
3: Okay, thank you, Luke. Thank your you. time is up. Um, you've explained to me that um, what I would be doing if I formally complained to Ofcom. Uh, is I would email someone because I was unhappy that I'd seen flesh on a box. That's
0: pretty good. It's not bad. That is pretty good. Brilliant. Thank you, Luke. That was so good, actually. Thank you. Excellent. Celia. Hello.
2: Would you please explain to me uh, what I would be doing if I were wife-swapping in three (laughs) minutes, starting
0: now? Okay. So, you know, are you two friends? I don't know. Do you like each other? Do you know how Magic Mike, they're all friends there, in Magic Mike Live? I thought they were all colleagues. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll find that this is a family.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Myself and Andy do not have the same relationship as the guys in Magic Mike Live.
0: (laughs) So, you've seen The Exorcist. I'm sure in The Exorcist there's a display of friendship. There's probably also a display of relationship, of someone being married in in The Exorcist.
3: There is no one married in The Exorcist. Mm.
0: Are there people dating?
3: Uh, no, it's I not really that kind Satan of so, dating. Yeah. Uh,
0: traditionally, in like heteronormative ways, if you put a penis in a vagina, mm-hmm. and you do that over a period of months and months and months, and you, you, you're only doing that with one other person, and it's only the two of you, okay. and you're not doing it anywhere else, that's a relationship. So a mono, monogamous relationship. We haven't got time to get onto the other stuff. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, so we a, haven't got time. We so have not. No, so
3: sorry. A, so, a relationship is when you stick your penis repeatedly <laughs> into someone
0: in heteronormative yeah. ways, yes. Right. Okay, <laughs> not always, okay, but that's a, like, like with the elements, the interruption
2: the of that activity with any other kind of activity. Or well, you could put a, a vagina in a, in a vagina
0: or a penis in a penis. There's loads of different ways of doing it, but if you do, if you're only doing that with one person and this happens over a period of time and that's the only other person that you're doing that with, your chances are you're in a relationship. What, Sometime,
3: peri- what period of time is it pre cowboy or?
0: Um, it can be any any period of time. You okay. have to have a discussion to, dis- to decide when um, you decide. So you can decide when it has
2: started. So you pre-decide. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Now, sometimes people, they go, this is fucking, this is great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so their instinct is, hey, let's keep this going forever. And that's marriage. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when you have a little party, much like on the boat. You have a jolly right. old time, but no one dies. Okay. okay. And then... Um, after this party you are tied for life now if for example you andy had Mm -hmm. a wife which is what or a husband, which is what we call the person that you're married to okay let's say it's a wife um there's a show called wife swapping where you would take for example alexander's wife and Mm -hmm. you would get andy's wife and that is called wife swapping and then you'd have um so we
3: stick our penises repeatedly (laughs) into each other's (laughs) wives
0: That is what's implied in the show. Okay. I, I don't think they've ever shown it. I think it would be a better show if they did. Um,
3: well, would people complain to Ofcom? <laughs> <laughs> there'd need to be a sign. I think they'd beforehand. be too
0: horny to complain. <laughs> I think no one would be. Able what's to. horny? Um, when the penis is hard or vagina is. <laughs> we haven't well, got time. Okay. <laughs> to explain what horny is. Um, so, what sort
3: of people do wife swapping?
0: I mean. You'd be surprised.
3: Your time is up. Thank you, Sally. (laughs) You'd be
0: surprised. Thank you. I want to
3: hear more. Um, Andy, could you... uh, I thought that
1: was pretty good, actually. That was very good. It was excellent.
3: And we're very appreciative of all the information. As
0: soon as I was saying it, I was like, I'm explaining it to myself as well. So you're also learning this show. (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Andy, could you uh, sum up what Sally said, please? Certainly so um wife swapping is when um after two people have formalized their penis vagina 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 or penis penis relationship um with a little party, after they've done that, they decide that they'd like to um have this interaction with somebody else's uh wife or husband yes uh they trade a surprising number of people do it <laughs> uh and no. A real reason has been established okay thank you thank you Sarah.
0: thank you you're welcome thank, thank you. you
2: the final area
3: of human experience that myself and andy are looking to learn more about is comedy
0: yeah
3: and the world of humor mm. um, um luke the following joke is by somebody called ken dodd mm-hmm. and i would like you to explain to me in three minutes why this joke is funny mm.
1: okay
3: okay are you ready yeah what a beautiful day.
1: <laughs>
3: what a beautiful day. What a beautiful day for sticking a cucumber through someone's letterbox and shouting, help, help, the Martians have landed. You've got three minutes. Your time starts now.
1: Um. Well, this... Um, the- the reason this is funny, I suppose, is if you remember um, when Celia was talking about April Fool's Day. Yes, this is sort of a prank, okay? Basically, okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, in this prank, he's uh, do you know what cucumber is? No. no. Okay, so cucumber is like it's food. You know what food is?
3: So uh yes, we've seen it in the Exorcist and Oliver Twist just denied it. Oh yeah, to, yes. Oliver Twist has denied food. Yeah. So cucumber is a, t- a type of food. Okay.
1: Um and it, it's green. Okay. Like okay. the uh, Magic Mike boys.
3: Before mm. they take their clothes off. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um and so so basically this is this is the the joke here is it's a prank. Okay. He's so so the a cucumber you'd maybe argue looks a little bit like a Martian. Okay. And a Martian is is something um, that lives on those other round surfaces that we talked about earlier. Okay, what does it look like? A cucumber. Okay, Okay. and when you say you
3: could argue that the cucumber looks like a Martian, Mm. who would you argue that with?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I think I'd make a a pretty strong argument. Um, Well, you could could make a very strong argument with anybody because we've not actually seen Martians. We've just sort of guessed what they they look look like. like We've but, guessed that they look like cucumbers well, we're absolutely sure they're green okay right. and and that's how they always appear in uh on the box on the box that you watch they always sort of they're always like green basically okay they so green. so sure. us basically um visualize Martians as being green cucumber like creatures
3: okay, and you say this is a prank like april Fool's mm-hmm. day um yeah the, yeah when does the fish become evolved
1: mm. So, so, so this is like a, there's, there's no, well, the fish is involved basically because initially the prank is that there's no, that it's not a Martian, it's a cucumber. So that that's that's the prank, mm-hmm. and um, and then basically uh, what what Ken Dodd hasn't told you is that um, <laughs> he only posts it through the letterboxes of um, fish homes. <laughs>
3: Okay, and we know we know fish, Fucking no we know fish live in the ocean. You bring up so, a fish. So Ken Dodd is
1: throwing a cucumber into the ocean. Yeah, Ken um, Dodd's throwing a cucumber into the ocean and he's saying the Martians have landed. Okay. And then the fish are singing a song about it. Okay. And this is funny. Well yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny because it's April Fool's. Okay. And what's a prank.
3: What else has Ken Dodd not told us? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um well, you know, yeah. I mean Ken Dodd he's probably not told you about um he's probably not told you about his wife. Okay. Could you tell us about his wife? Well, he doesn't tell people about his wife because Okay, your time is up, Luke. Thank you very much indeed. Sounds
3: very good. So uh, the reason what a beautiful day, what a beautiful day for sticking a cucumber through someone's letterbox and shouting help help the Martians have landed the reason that is funny is because Ken Dodd threw a cucumber in the ocean. <laughs>
2: Being very cagey <laughs> about his wife
0: <laughs> That's a, perhaps, I perhaps. was actually in the writer's room for that drink, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> What's a writer's
2: room? I'm not going there Okay um. <laughs> Hello Do you please uh, tell me why the following joke uh, By somebody called Ken Dodd Is funny
0: Okay
2: uh, I used to think I was marvelous in bed until I discovered that all my girlfriends suffered from asthma. You've got 3 minutes, your what time starts you. now.
0: Okay. So Okay. Do you know what sex is? <laughs>
2: um we've I saw- think it's a key c- component of wife swapping. We've talked we've yeah.
0: talked about this, yeah. So, um this is the people are gonna to listen to this <laughs> when two people have sex, mm. sometimes they make noise, okay um which uh can be uh words or sometimes it's just sounds of breathing in and out that is what happens when people have sex. The reason that joke is funny is because um the main character of the joke used to think he was good at sex because he would get that noise to come out of a l- lot of <laughs> a lot of <laughs> he thought that his wife was making that noise a lot so he was like oh clearly mm. I'm f- I'm great at this is pre- this why he doesn't
3: reveal much about his wife <laughs> 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 are we presuming that the main character of this joke is Ken Dodd I think yes. that's fair to presume okay. I think we okay.
0: know because he signed it so <laughs> then <laughs> so the main character of this joke Ken yes <laughs>
3: So so Ken so, so, thinks.
0: So Ken thinks he's really good at sex because, because his wife makes a lot of like uh, of sounds. Okay, but it turns out plot twist, pull back and reveal time. Um, she suffers from asthma, which is a condition where, um, you breathe, you you struggle to take,
3: you struggle to breathe, <laughs> you
0: struggle to breathe sometimes. Which okay, sometimes is that what happens
2: to the people who? died on the Titanic? Yes, 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 yes. So very much like... So so instead of... They they had water-aggravated asthma.
0: Yes, so there's no... You can... can, Yes, so... Yes. So then he's having sex with his wife.
2: (laughs) And she's drowning.
0: (laughs) And she struggles to breathe because she suffers from Mm. asthma. Okay.
2: And Ken has misinterpreted this situation. Yeah,
0: and Ken is going, clearly I'm so good at this. But then, um, obviously, later on that evening...
2: (laughs)
3: okay this is this is another thing that ken hasn't told us
0: (laughs) later on the evening she's gonna say hey i have asthma and then they'll go oh no at what point
3: (laughs) in the evening does ken dodd's wife reveal to him that she has asthma 8 p.m why
0: (laughs) they were just settling down to watch something on the box and then what she, time
3: do they have sex if she's telling him <laughs> that she's 6 got PM? asthma? 6pm? 6, 6 6pm. 6 6 PM? So it's 6pm. How long does sex last?
0: Oh, it depends. It depends. Ken Dodd, how long does his Kendod. sex last? <laughs> uh, Ken Dodd, probably about, I want to say 16 minutes. 16 minutes. 16 minutes. 16
3: minutes. Okay. So All it's, in. <laughs> so at 6.16, sex finishes, however that happens. Yeah, then, and then at 8pm, Ken Dodd's wife <laughs> turns to him and says, I've got asthma. What's Ken's reaction?
0: He's like, what?
3: Okay, your time is up, Sally. Thank you very much indeed.
2: <laughs> I mean, I was hoping that we'd fill in the other hour and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's um, 44 crucially, minutes.
0: Crucially, when that happens, mm. that is so funny. Okay, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs>
3: just briefly, before <laughs> before Andy sums up, um, what does happen in the hour and 44 minutes between the end of sex and Kendall's so wife's if you
0: if you're married... Hmm. Um, I imagine you make some dinner. No you say thank you. You <laughs> say thank you. you both thank That's you. after sex. You say thank you and okay. then so and you bow then to each other. You bow to each other you say thank you. Mm. Yeah. And then you uh you probably Presumably a bit hungry. wife needs to get a breath. I think you're a bit hungry. <laughs> yeah. clear her lungs of the water Um, probably after that you have some food like oliver twist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um or or you don't have it because you didn't get it yeah yeah like oh oliver twist is fuming yes because he doesn't doesn't (laughs) yeah so then after that you have some food and then you settle in to watch the box with your partner yes um and then Right where you think I'm with the person I love the most in the world. Mm-hmm. I know everything about her. I know her medical history. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I've been with her long enough that I would know if she had any secrets. Yes, She goes, hey, Ken, got asthma, lads. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Andy, would you like to sum up why the joke was funny? <laughs> so the joke, uh, I used to think I was marvellous in bed until I discovered that all my girlfriends suffered from asthma uh, by Ken Dodd is funny is because um one evening, Ken... Uh, And his wife are um, engaging in sex. Mm. um, For 16 minutes. For 16 minutes. um, I think
0: if you've been married for a while, 16 minutes is actually quite good when you think about it.
2: Good on Ken. So Ken Ken. Ken feels, given the duration of this act, that it's been a pretty good showing on his part.
0: They're (laughs) high-fiving.
2: Is that another action that that she is taking one way and he is misinterpreting?
0: Well, the high five. Yeah. Is she asking for
3: help? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it's funny because she's got asthma. <laughs>
2: no, it, well, it's funny because she hasn't yet revealed to Ken that she's got asthma, despite okay. how long they've been married. Then they, yeah. then they make dinner. Um, <laughs> and fail to kill fa- a swan. Fail to kill Wait. a swan. Yeah. Ha- watch a film and then she reveals this. Brilliant. Thank you, Celia.
0: Could it be about blowjobs? Thank you, Celia. <laughs> I don't know. No, because I it could be. I used to. Thank think...
3: you, Celia. Thank you very much. I you don't want to hear to... the blowjob stuff? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> very, very good of you. Thank you.
0: Does anyone know a good new material <laughs> now? I've got, <laughs> got some stuff to try out today. <laughs> I think okay. I...
3: So, Andy, after all of that, out of Celia and. Luke, who do you think has provided the most satisfactory explanations?
2: I am honestly uh, so blown over by the calibre of the explanations that we received. I'm uh, completely baffled by the the huge onslaught of information that, um, that we've now come to understand. And I really don't think that I could pick. Mm. I'm going to throw it over to you, Alexander.
3: Okay. I think... Tell me on the basis, Luke's explanations were excellent. But Celia's explanation of relationships and sex became so integral to so many other things that were explained Mm. that on the basis of how fundamental that information was, I think I would say that Celia provided the the slightly better explanations.
2: I'm prepared to agree with you. (laughs)
3: So Little McQueen, thank you very much indeed.
1: The pleasure. And now we thank drown you. him.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: and so you AB, thank you very much indeed. Thank, thank you, you guys.
0: Thank you so much. Bye bye. Oh. oh no. Oh thank Ooh. goodness. God. Doesn't look good.
1: I didn't wouldn't want one of them staying. Shall we stuff him? Yeah. <laughs>
3: You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show, and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.